What is good, y'all? Welcome back to J&J. We're a man down today. Julian's in the DR doing God knows what, but it's okay. Next man up. You know him. You love him. Ryan Bender, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, bro? Thank you for stepping in for Julian this week. What's up? Thank you for having me. Glad to be on. Oof. I mean, this weekend wasn't no divisional weekend, but it was still pretty good, especially that first the AFC Championship game, bro. And I, I know I I knew nobody thought the Bengals were gonna win, including myself. And I don't know who you picked, but I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming. My my pick was we were gonna have a shootout. I honestly actually did not. I actually went into this game not knowing um, who was gonna win. Um, the one comment I made to a lot of people this week is like, "Hey, don't count out the Bengals." You know, right? They've been they've been in the underdog all year. They've been proving everyone wrong, you know, starting with the with the division title, you know, going to the wild card weekend, dominating, knocking off the number one C Titans. Now you got to come in the arrowhead, the biggest challenge. You got to give past uh, Patrick Mahomes. Joe Cool, the man stepped the man stepped up and got it done. Man, I mean, in the especially the way the game started, you know, Chiefs three straight drives, three straight touchdowns. You're like, oh, here we go. It's one of those games. Well, but, you know, go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, the only th- comments making, you know, if you looked on Twitter and that, you know, that first quarter going in the second quarter, Chiefs up, putting the, you know, three quick touchdowns, everyone was down. It's like, damn, I thought this was going to be a good yeah. game. I thought we were going to have a shootout. You know, everyone was thinking, you know, you know, Chiefs got this one in the bag. I think it was for me, it was once Cincinnati stopped Tyree Kill. On that last play of the first half, mm-hmm. stopping him dead in his tracks, go, oh, going into going to the locker room, only down only yeah. down eleven points like they were in week seventeen, they had the momentum. Now yeah, you got Joe in the right where you need him. That's what I was going to bring up right now. Uh, again, I, I feel like it's the theme all year. You know, teams being overly aggressive, and understandably, I understand. You know, you you look at the other quarterback on the other side, Joe Burrow. You understand what he brings to the table, but. Man, just take the points. I mean, I understand you want to go up 18 and just kind of put the game away, but the way that game was going, if you're up two touchdowns, I, I still think the Bengals would have struggled in the second half, but that that's a momentum-swinging type of stop, especially with no time left. They can't do nothing about it, no timeouts. And, yeah, I mean, that, that was basically the beginning of the end because after that, Mahomes and Andy Reid and Biennemi, they kind of played – very conservative. They were just trying to play, you know, they have the lead. Let's keep the lead. And I was, I was very surprised to see that. But obviously the Bengals defense had something to do with it. But, yeah, they just played too conservative for my liking in the second half. And it, it bit them in the ass, you know. Joe Burrow and them were just getting whatever they wanted. I mean, I'll, I'll look at it like this. I'm actually – I'm not mad at the Chiefs uh, for trying to go for the touchdown there. You know, I – I'm a, I like the aggressive call. I like the aggressive play. I, in my mind, I'm doing the same thing. That you score that touchdown, it's honestly nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. It is. And so I don't blame them um, going for it. You know, yeah, you got stopped. If they didn't get it, you know, you're going to the halftime up by double digits. I think what it really was is just how, honestly, Tyree got lit up on that play. I know, like, a lot of people didn't think about it. He got hit significantly well on that play. I think it yeah. just, you know – the one thing, you know, if you've played football or if you've watched football for a significant amount of time, a just a certain hit, certain play can just trigger something. And I think getting Tyreek kind of getting lit up like he did 
to end the half, you know, it put some fire in the Cincinnati's defense. It lit a fire on their ass, mm-hmm. you know, going, you know, now the team's on this momentum and it just not, it just did not stop. One thing is I don't know what Cincinnati did. I would love to go kind of like dive and just see what they did if I can. How, what did you do differently to get Jamar Chase one-on-one? Because whatever you did, uh, Casey could not stop it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think they were just – it was kind of predictable knowing what they were going to do. They wanted to take advantage of that matchup like they did in Week 17. But I honestly think, and I told Julian this last week, I, I still think you can run the ball on the Chiefs and Mixon, you know, he would get stopped. It's like two runs. It would be like no gain or loss of a yard or maybe one yard. And then like the other two runs, boom, it's like five, ten chunk yards. And then you have to keep the defense honest. And that just left Chase, Higgins. He had 103 yards today. Boyd had a couple of catches here and there. And it you you they didn't the Chiefs didn't know what to expect. Like, who the hell are we, like what do we do? Once you get them scrambling like that, and then they see Mahomes is three and outs or throwing picks, it's kind of the momentum just swung way too rapidly. And you know, the the Chiefs like they couldn't do anything about it until the very end when they tied the game, but that was about it. I mean, once he threw that pick in overtime, I'm pretty sure you thought the same. It's over. Like the the Bengals are going to go down and get whatever they want, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. But I thought it was over when it was 24 to 21. But I'm like, ah, Mahomes is going to kick it to overtime and then we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, once for, the go, oh, go ahead. I mean, for me, like when when Cincinnati scored, got that field goal and it was, you know, 24 21, you know, I looked at the clock and, you know, it's everyone's thinking back to last week. There's too much time on the clock mm-hmm. for for Casey and I was like okay Casey's going to is honest I honestly expected Casey to march down the field like they did at, at the beginning of that drive and I was just like I can't believe we're about to do this again I, I <laughs> this is not happening yeah because as you know as our listeners know I am a Broncos fan so I cannot stand the Chiefs whatsoever Patrick yeah. Mahomes lives Patrick Mahomes lives in my head um but <laughs> so just watching this guy I was just like I can't believe I'm about to have to watch another Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl the way he was driving but you know all of a sudden like once they got you know on the Cincinnati side of the field it was just like something clicked you know they the the pressure stepped up you know Mahomes couldn't honestly he couldn't have the time to get comfy in the pocket and find someone open you know it's Cincinnati went back to what they did in week 17 shut down Tyreek shut down Kelsey yeah and you know they just the they just collapse that pocket and Mahomes got sloppy. The thing about Mahomes, and we saw this lot in, in Super Bowl 55, collapse a pocket, Mahomes panics. He yeah. really, he really does. And what it's the one thing I kept telling Julian and others that we work with or you know who I just talked football with, the the Buccaneers gave the league a blueprint on how you stop Mahomes and Cincinnati followed it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah and you you have to think like there was two instances and there was much more, but the two instances where Mahomes is just looking, 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 he's trying to make stuff happen. It's like, like know the situation, just throw the ball away. There's always another down. Like don't take the sack. Don't risk a fumble. Like they almost did. I was like, Oh, there's no way he's about to fumble this. And then once uh, Hendrickson and Hill collapsed on him, and um, I think Hubbard knocked it out, but I was like, man, yeah, I, I forgot who, but it's like, bro, like, throw the ball away, do something like I understand you're they're always looking for that touchdown, but it's like, you know, you just got to be smarter in that situation. And I feel like they, 
they got a, they kind of reminded me of the Bucks from last week. They got away from the running game because honestly, McKinnon and Edward Solaire were kind of getting what they wanted as well. And, you know, Reed and the enemy, and I'm pretty sure Mahomes too was banging on that door like, nah, let's just keep throwing. Like, we're explosive. We're going to get what we want whenever we want. And, well, yeah. I mean, it was definitely one of the better games for Clyde this yeah. year. I'll say that, you know, yeah, it does kind of feel like they let up in the on the run in the second half. But I think, you know, the one thing that, you know, stood out to me and, you know, they kind of focus on the game you're watching is Tyreek Hill and uh, remind me who the other receiver is that stands out for Casey. There's Pringle. There's Hardman. There's, I think it was uh... I think it was Hardman. Hill and Hardman got into it on the sideline saying, I want the ball. I want the ball. You know, they're yelling at their coaches, give us the ball. We, you know, we got this. You didn't have it. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, to think with a secondary that has Eli Apple, and I know you tweeted it. I mean, that every time he's in coverage, it's just, oh, I mean. I mean, if if, if Eli Apple is on my team and in my secondary, I'm holding my breath. I know he kind of (laughs) stepped up in the second half, but holy hell, in that first half, I just, you know, like like I cheated or tweeted, uh, Eli Apple's going to be probably unemployed after the season probably i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily go against that but the to think like that near pick six and that that mm. picked or whether it was going to be a pick six or not can you imagine if the chiefs would have won that game and everybody's looking at eli apple like that like he got lucky not like jaquiski tart and we'll get into the niners in a bit but um i mean whether eli apple drops that pick or not I think he's getting looked at in general for that game if, if the Chiefs win just because how yeah. he was getting burned in the first half. Yeah, I mean, that Joe Burrow, man, that's what I was telling Julian. If he makes the Super Bowl, it's going to be hard to root against him because what he's doing, getting the shit kicked out of him every single week and he's still finding a way to get up, you know, just make plays. The, the two times that they, it was third down and he scrambles for those first downs, I'm like, bro, <laughs> the Bengals are about to win this game. Like, there's no way the Chiefs just let up this lead. And, you know, it, it gave oh. me some flashbacks from the Patriots-Colts 2006. 21-3, the same score, and the Colts ended up winning that that game and winning that Super Bowl. So, I mean, yeah. it, it gave me flashbacks to the mile-high miracle when, you know, Baltimore came in and yeah. just yeah. stole that win against Denver. You know, thanks, Raheem Moore. Don't forget you on that one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he, Eli Apple would have been the Raheem Moore of the Bengals. Hundred percent, he would have been viewed in the exact same way that yeah. Denver views Raheem Moore. Um, no, I mean going back to it, dude, I love Burrow. Um, he is going to be one of the faces of this league, especially with Brady mm-hmm. retiring. Um, you know. I was absolutely sick when he blew out his knee last year. I was just like, there's yeah. no way that since he got their franchise quarterback and now he's you that I was actually scared of a point that Burr was gone. Cause when they were saying like what the damage to his knee was, and then you, you see what that scar was. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, good God. And since he just lose Burrow, then Burrow comes in like he did in August is somehow starting plays like he does did, did this year. Now Cincinnati's in the Super Bowl. Yep. You, and I'm just I'm laughing right now thinking about this. We look at Burrow's numbers now, and he's as good as he was in the regular season and in postseason. Could you imagine once he finally has an offensive line? Oh my God! I mean, that's what that's why I was so hesitant on them doing anything this year because he blew out his knee last year, and then they didn't really address the offensive line. I mean, they didn't add anybody. They didn't. I was like, what? So we're going in with the same group 
plus Jamar Chase. Yeah, they're probably going to be middle of the road. But I the mean, fact every, that they everyone's watching, you know, like, you know, that, that Jamar Chase pick is sexy. Yeah. And obviously it's paid like we see what it is now. Yeah, it's sexy. You know, you're giving Burrow Jamar Chase back, which makes sense. But good Lord, good Lord Sewell was sitting there mm-hmm. and everyone in their right mind knows Cincinnati should have drafted Sewell. And probably the front office of Cincinnati is like, yeah, we probably should, should have picked Sewell, but Jamar Chase. Yeah. I guarantee that conversation happened. And if they don't, whether they win the Super Bowl or not, if they go into this offseason and do not address the offensive line whatsoever, someone needs to file a complaint because holy shit. <laughs> yeah, they definitely need to. And they need to. It's like whether you're adding depth or you're, you know, you're actually drafting or what, you got to do something. You just can't keep rolling the same. Uh, duct tape and glue offensive line every year and expect Burrow to do stuff because the same thing is going to happen like it did his rookie year. He's going to blow his knee out and it could be worse than it was the first time. So, I mean, good lord to keep it, keep it up. Burrow is going to be one with duct tape and glue. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we could just leave it here. The the fact that the Bengals pulled this miracle off and every I'm, I'm going to be honest, every week I picked against them, even the Raiders game, I thought, you know, the Raiders offense against the Bengals defense. And I was looking specifically at the secondary against the Raiders weapons. I'm like, ah, Raiders could pull it out. But, man, they're just defying all the odds. And I compared them to the Titans from two years ago. But, I mean, they actually pulled it off. And credit to them. Zach Taylor, who everybody was up in roar when he got the job and they shitted the bed that first season. And now to the Super Bowl a year later after being in last place nuts i i would have never expected this they were plus i think 10 or 100,000 to make the super bowl in the in week 1 i mean come on like, you imagine imagine being that uh oof. that Bengals fan out there that just said screw it i'm putting money down on my team yeah. yeah they were like towards the bottom of the odds and the fact that they actually pulled this out and you know that's the thing too like i wanted to ask you because i know i've told me and Julian have talked about this a few times like People really think because Mahomes is so great and he's so good and he signed that big contract, they're going to the Super Bowl every year. Like, that's not the NFL. That's not how this works. Like, you have to keep in, in mind injuries. You got to keep in mind of who gets better in the other side of, the, you know, your other opponents. And this isn't the NBA where you sign four guys and you're good. Like, the 53-man roster, if one weakness is very glaring, Teams can take advantage of that, and you're not going to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I'll put it like this: I, I think right now, if Casey somehow miraculously maintains the the roster they have, uh, while adding adding pieces down the road, I think you know it's easy to see Casey competing um, for a Super Bowl every year, and at least being in the postseason every year. Yeah. Are they gonna Are they gonna go to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Like that's. I don't think I don't think we're gonna have a scenario where, you know, Patrick Mahomes is gonna pull LeBron and go to eight straight uh, Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think you're gonna see that. I don't think, like you said, with a 53 man roster, it's not plug in four guys and and roll. You got to plug in defense, offense, and special teams. Um, you know, I think in my mind, in in the time he has left in the league, I think Mahomes will get at least two more Super Bowls. I do believe that. Yeah, for sure. I think he'll, I think he'll at least win two more, if not three. Um, but no, I think 
there will be a down period where Mahomes like will not see may not see the AFC championship. And mm-hmm. it really comes down to like what happens because that his contract is, you know, yeah, he's rocking half a billion dollars, <laughs> but you know, 2022, both Tyreek and Travis Kelsey are free agents. Yeah, I mean, I know they're going to take team-friendly deals in the beginning, but you can't expect everybody else to do the same. That's why I'm saying, like, you, it's not every year, oh, yeah, Mahomes, he got it. They, of course he's going to compete. They're going to go to the AFC Championship game probably every year or every other year at this point, the way it's looking. But, I mean, look at Brady and Manning. They didn't go to the Super Bowl every year. Like, Manning, were, be, what's up? But they were competing yeah. every single year. Yeah, That's yeah the exactly. Thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, they're going to compete, of course, but to expect these guys to go every single year and win it, like, that's just not realistic. And that's why it's funny, like, seeing these, like, you know, these tweets or these Instagram comments, like, oh, Mahomes choked. I can't believe you all wasted half a billion on this guy. Like, do you realize how how often a franchise guy comes in to, you know, like an actual quarterback that you can build around for years and years and years? And the fact that people are trying to shit talk him because... You know, his wife and his brother. I mean, come on, bro. This is stupid. Like, well, I mean, Brittany, Brittany and Jackson put that one on them themselves. Um, yeah. But, you know, one of my friend, good friends, he did make the comment actually today, um, you know, because we like it, we have my fantasy league, you know, we've been together for a while. We have our own little like group chat and someone made the comment saying, I feel bad for Patrick that he has to deal with this crap at home every every right. day. And someone made the, you know, he made the comment like, we'll get. I'll end it right after this because we need to get back on topic. He said, like, I don't feel bad for Patrick whatsoever. He said he has he has the ability to tell them to shut the hell up, and he That's hasn't true. done it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, got, I just wanted to ask you about that because everybody right now on Twitter is going nuts that the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl again. It's like, no, I don't, I don't think the Chiefs choked. I think – uh, well, I mean, this game maybe, but I think Cincinnati – I mean, the they one thing – like. It. If you know, like I said, again, if you've played football at any point <clears> in your life in a competitive way beyond beyond Little League, like if you played middle school or high school, you're making changes in the locker room at halftime. Yep. Cincinnati made the adjustments they needed to do, and it came out with that momentum and smacked Casey in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think – like it's it's hard to say a Casey actually choked, um, but going down – like. You know, five years from now, Mahomes will be on that team. But I guarantee you that 53-man roster is not even going to look the same. Not at all. Um, go ahead and the, I'll end this on, I'll end on this. The one comment when you said they'll take team-friendly deals, Kelsey might, Tyreek Hill won't. Hill will mm. go for the money. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I'm, I'm just assuming if they want to actually try to compete every year. You always see guys, you know, here and there will take team-friendly deals. But I, I, I get you, especially with – with him and his history, he's not healthy. I, I think more than eight games a year, just because how much he gets beat up because of his size. The, the thing for me, what really does it is when they this past year um, or this past offseason, when Casey asked Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, and one other player to all restructure their deal so they could get a little money to go rebuild that offensive line. Hill's the Hill's the only one that didn't restructure. Mm, that's true. So. so to me, it's like Kelsey. I could see Kelsey as you know taking that team friendly deal. Maybe not in a year. We'll see what happens there. But I think Hill's going to ask for a lot of money, and because of Mahomes' contract, Casey will have to let Hill walk. I don't know what Casey's cap is right now, but I don't think Orlando Brown resigns. He's up this year too. So nah, I think 
hey, Cincinnati, there's your target. <laughs> there you go. Win or lose, go get them. But we'll leave it there. I mean, again, I used to live in that area in Cincinnati, so I know a bunch of people that are Cincinnati fans. So just shout out to y'all. I know you guys were miserable for years before I came over to Colorado. I used, I always used to talk shit to them because, you know, it's just that's how we bust each other's balls. But the Bengals, man, they did it, man. I didn't think they would. I didn't think we'd see it for a long time. And, you know, they pulled it out. So we could switch our switch over to the NFC championship game. Rams 49ers. I don't know who you had. Me and Julian both had the Rams. I was still kind of iffy on it just because of how the Rams have been blowing leads left and right. But they got it done, man. They came back. They rallied. They got the dub when they were down. So I don't know I was, who you I, had. I was going for the Rams. I had the Rams for this one. Um, you know, I think <clears throat> what it was for me is these these last two two weeks of postseason. LA's has played tremendous football. And I think, yep. um, I think they finally got back on track after kind of like the lackluster game, lackluster performances. They had to close out the year, especially one against San Francisco. That did make me nervous a little bit with this game, especially the 49ers have beaten the Rams six straight times, regular season and postseason combined. Um, but, you know, I don't know about this one. I was just like, you know, the 49ers, like, I know, like, a lot of people keep talking about, like, their performance against the Packers. I don't know. I kind of feel like the 49ers, you know, snuck into this game and they didn't really belong as much mm-hmm. as I, as much as I, you know, love Debo in a lot of those other, you know, Bosa, I love a lot of those guys in that team and think, yeah, you know, they're, they're not a bad team. I just don't think they should have been in the NFC championship. The Rams, you know, Julian and I both had the Rams picked from week one saying they will at least be in the NFC Championship. Now they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, happy for, you know, happy for Von Miller as a Broncos fan getting one more shot at another ring. Happy for Stafford finally getting to show this league that he can be an elite quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, Odell, too, for all, the, Odell too. all the stuff that he's gone through and now he's getting a shot to prove his worth. I know a bunch of people have talked about him, you know, teammate wise and how he is on the sidelines. But I mean, just, just like you said, me, I, I said the same thing with Julian in the beginning of the year. I thought it was going to be Bucks Rams, uh, to be honest, the way the seeding fell. Obviously, that wasn't going to happen. But I thought those two were going to meet up in the NFC championship game, just the way the team was built, even before, you know, we saw Stafford, how he was struggling a bit midseason. But the defense they have, the weapons they had on offense, even before Odell, I still had them getting there. I didn't know. I didn't think they were going to win it or get to the Super Bowl. But, you know, what they did, what they showed me these past couple of weeks, even I, I told Julian, even after blowing that lead, they still found a way. Stafford still hit those clutch throws. And like he said, they were clicking on all cylinders and it was going to be hard to, you know, stop them in this one. And it's hard. It's like it's like last year, like to be a divisional opponent twice, let alone three times in a row. It, it's just not very it's far in between. The Saints and Bucks did it last year, two and oh sweep from the Saints. And then in the in the divisional, the Bucks got the dub. And that was kind of my mindset coming into this game. I'm like, man, there's no way the Rams have to win at least one. And same thing with Julian. And they, they did it. I was like, oh, OK. And of course, the Jimmy G uh, traditional one pick of one pick a year, a week, one to two picks a game. He's throwing three to four floaters. It just depends if you can get one. Like Ramsey, he had one hit him right in between the, the number and he couldn't mm. get it. But Ramsey could um, be seeing that one in his dreams tonight. <laughs> luckily, right luckily he's not looking at it like Jaquiski Tart is because if they would have got that My pick, God. it's over. It, it's over right there. It, 
I don't know. And Aikman brought it up. I don't know if Stafford's hurt or he just couldn't get enough air on it because of the pressure if he was worried. But the fact that it was that underthrown and it hit Jaquiski Tart right in the chest, and I don't know what was, what he was thinking. I don't know if the, the moment was too big, but oh, if they get that big. ball, it's over. It's over. I, They're midfield. It's over. A field goal ends the game. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this, um, and I think it was Aikman made the comment, when that ball – like it was clear that ball was going the tarp. That stadium went dead silent, yeah. and it so did. Quiet. And I was like, I think the legitimately, I think that was one of those cases. And it's like we have it on camera. The moment got to him, and he dropped it. Um, going to Stafford, you know, go if you go back and watch the first half, dude's limping. Dude's limping. Mm. He got hit pretty hard right away, and he would he was limping. I would say ninety percent of that game, he couldn't throw off his back foot which really shocked me that they were – he was taking deep shots like he was. Like, dude, you, you, like, you don't need to throw deep right now. Eat up the – you have Cup, you have Odell, eat yeah. up the middle. You eat up the middle. Like, just take what they're giving you right now because the Saints are giving you a lot. Um, and, you know, I just – I'm again, I'm happy the Rams won. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is in that second half, it, it comes down to adjustments again. The Rams adjusted and shut down that San Francisco run game. And as, as we all know, a Kyle Shanahan offensive scheme is entirely built around the run. They yeah. took that away. They, they, you know, they, they shut down Mitchell. They cut off Debo. Debo taking a nasty hit. Glad he was able to come back into that game. Um, but the Rams forced Garoppolo to throw against them. That's not going to get it done. And yeah, and that that was my concern this whole game. I'm like, this game is gonna come down to Jimmy G having to make a throw, and he's not gonna make it. Like the the no, George Kittle one, even in the the first drive, George Kittle wide open up in the middle, yeah. overthrows him. Completely different game if he catches that. I mean, he's they're like midfield. Maybe he gets a few more yards, and they could get a, a field goal out of that drive at least. And you know, just too many opportunities that Jimmy G left out there, and. That last pick, I, I mean, I I don't know why he's throwing that. It's third down. You take the sack, you at least get a, a shot. I know it's fourth and whatever, fourth and a mile, but it's still something. And he just threw it to Jamichael Hasty, I think, and you know that over his head, falling down. And I forgot who got the ball, but man, I, honestly, and I want to ask you, and we're probably gonna go on a little tangent. I think Jimmy G's cut. He's gone. And Shanahan goes and gets Rodgers. I, I I think that's what he's going to want to do. I don't know. Not not with the not with the value that they gave up last year for Trey Lance. They're going to see what he has. Um, that's tough though to put it all on a second year guy that really didn't touch the field. That's why I feel like they're going to try to get him. Maybe if they can't, if they don't, if he gets cut, like if mutually parting ways, Green Bay and Rodgers. If they do that, I feel like Shanahan. But hey, just come over here, like. We'll cut Jimmy G. That's like $24 million off the cap. And then Lance can sit behind Rodgers. And then whenever Rodgers calls it quits, you know, he'll take over. Hey, you got to find someone to take that contract from Jimmy G, though. Well, I mean, he, I I think. Or, or I forgot. Yeah. I forgot what the deadline is. But if they cut him, they free up 24. I mean, if, there, if there's a deadline, then he's gone. I, I think he's gone. He no is matter gone. What. You, yeah, he's gone. You, you just got to find someone to take that contract if there's no deadline. Um, but no, I think at least this year there with how, cause they gave up two or three first round picks last year for a trade to move out for Trey. It's two. 
you know, giving up two first round picks, you got to see what Trey Lance has, you know, it may be a down year for San Francisco, but you know, now, you know, Hey, Trey's not it. We got, we'll have a first round pick in, um, uh, 2023. Yeah. And you know, then we can move from there, but you can't, you can't give up the capital they did and not at least give him a shot. I mean, it's like, that honestly would be a comparison of KC using the capital they did to move up for Mahomes and then not playing him for two more years when and having him sit behind Alex Smith. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Shanahan's going to kind of panic a little bit and try to go get Rodgers, knowing everybody knows he's gone. It just depends where he wants to go. And I feel like if he can entice him to come home, he will. So I don't, I don't, I don't think – yeah, it's enticing for him to come home to California – um, but I don't know. I don't, I think Shanahan is the one that wanted Trey Lance. And so, yeah, I think, you know, he's going to see like, Hey, you know, I told John the draft, I told John Lynch to draft this guy. Like, am I right? Let's see what I have. I don't think Shanahan's panicking, not after the bounce back season that he did where he was, um, you know, a couple series away from a Super Bowl appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, his second one in three years. I don't think Shanahan's panicking. I don't think John Lynch is panicking. I think they're going to go into 2022 and see, can Trey Lance um, be the guy? So, you know, Garoppolo is gone. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's, got, that's a guarantee. Um, like, even, like, my dad texted me, like, right after, um, right after that pick, and he was like, get this dude off that team. What the yeah. hell is this? And I- <laughs> I even told Julian, I was like, even if they win the Super Bowl and it's going to be hard to do that, I still think Shanahan would have still cut him. Like, I, the the amount of times that he throws picks to the team and potential picks, it's like four to five every game. It's, And then obviously in the Super Bowl, the biggest example where he overthrows Sanders and they probably win that game if he catches that touchdown. So, I mean, I also put a little bit on that blame on that Super Bowl on Shanahan because he just gave up the run so freaking quick yeah. in that second half. Um, that's, you know, I, I could probably go on a three hour rant about that Super Bowl and what Shanahan <laughs> did wrong. Um, I mean, I, I, I agree with you though. If 49ers go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, Jimmy G's cut yeah. one, because they need to get that contract off their books and two, because they used the capital they did on Trey Lance. They need to know what they have. You know, it's that, that's just how it is. Yeah. Just swinging back things to the Rams now, now that they're playing at home. Well, if you want to call it home, I, I don't know if you heard last week's episode that I was giving uh, Julian shit about the Rams limiting tickets for the Niners fans. But hey, it still looked like it still looked like they got the tickets they wanted because it was pretty much 60, 40, 49ers fans. I was, I was about to say, I think what I heard from, you know, Fox, I, I, I changed over to Fox right away after after the morning game. And they turned around and said, like, yeah, you know, they're expecting 65 percent of this crowd in San Francisco. And I was like, well, <laughs> you're planning to not work on that one, did it? Yep. So, um, I don't know, like, the one thing that comes to me for the Rams going into the Super Bowl, I guarantee you Aaron Donald and Von Miller are licking their lips looking at that Cincinnati offensive (laughs) line. Oh, yeah. This is what I told Julian, too. Like, the Bengals, like, depending on who they play, it's still a bad matchup for them Joe Burrow-wise because he'd either get the shit kicked out of him by Bosa and Armstead or Donald Miller and Floyd and – I, it's it's going to be hard to pick against them. Like I said, Joe Burrow, I mean, what well, he's done with that team, but 
I mean, that defense against that Bengals O-line, oof, it's, it's a tall task. I mean, it's not like they they overcame nine sacks. I don't know how many times the Chiefs sacked them in that game today, but they overcame a lot. They did what they had to do. But the like you said, the the Rams, just they have the middle of the field. The, anytime they want, Cup, Odell, even Higby on those tight end screens that McVay loves. Like, they have anything at their disposal, yet – I feel like McVeigh and Stafford are going to kind of get in their way of the Super Bowl because they want to prove a point. Like, yeah, you know, the this is what you get when you get a good quarterback and a good offensive mind. Like, you know, you're going to get offensive fireworks, and that might turn against them because, like you said, this, the Bengals made the adjustments in the second half, and they shut down that Chiefs offense altogether. And I expect them to do the same, whether they're big, they're down big or not in that Super Bowl, which they will be at one point. Cincinnati's proven it already. They're going to make the adjustments, and it's about how the Rams counter counteract those adjustments from the Bengals because it's, it's a tough group heading into the heading into the Super Bowl. Um, I'll, I'll say this, you know, kind of going back to their with McVeigh and Stafford wanting to prove something. I don't know if McVeigh really has that mindset, especially after you know losing. I mean, he could have that mindset after losing that Super Bowl to New England with Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, again, you may be right that he's trying to prove like, hey, I got myself a quarterback now. Look what I can do. At the same time, though, I know mcveigh has been on this stage before. You know, I in my hope, my hope is he is going to be in the right mindset yeah. to get this team right. I mean, that defense, that defense is going to be the I think the leading factor for the Rams here in a couple of weeks because you know you have Aaron Donald who was in that first Super Bowl where they lost to New England. So he's been on this biggest stage, but then, you know, I'll keep bringing him up. Vaughn, Vaughn's been on this biggest stage. And when yep. he was on that biggest stage, he absolutely dominated. And there's a reason he was a Super Bowl MVP. You know, I think there's a lot of factors on this team that have been in this situation before that I think the Rams are honestly probably the safer team to take for the Super Bowl. I'd, yep. be, I'd be shocked that they're not the favorites. Oh, they, of course they are. It's going to be like minus three or minus four heading in. Probably. I mean, yeah, any, there's, there's I, no I'd doubt. I'd be shocked if it's anything else. Yeah, there's no doubt the Rams are the favorite. They're going to factor in that they're playing in their stadium. They're going to factor in that O-line. It's it's probably going to be higher than that. But I think just starting out, it's going to be minus like three and a half or four. I, you have to give them that. Like that that defense against that, oof. I, I, I just can't wait to see Ramsey against uh, Chase. That's going to be... And they he Ramsey has to shadow him all game. Like he has to. They can't, you know, do that z- soft zone or whatever they do. And Ramsey's covering the slot guy. Like they need him on him all game, and just hope he doesn't get burnt like he did against Evans last week. But um, I mean, I, I mean, this is I, this will actually be a significant challenge for Chase and and Ramsey. Like I know Ramsey gets the you know, gets the title of being one of the top corners in the game and he does play like that, but I've also, we've also seen him get just absolutely burned Yeah. before. And I mean, he got, remind me, he got burned against Tampa Bay last week. Yeah. He? That was the Evans touchdown. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I wanted to see with the Evans touchdown, but I wasn't sure. I mean, we've seen Ramsey get absolutely torched. And the thing about chase, you know, he, he's a rookie, but we've seen this. It's like I said today, Cincinnati was able to find, find a way to get chase one-on-one and granted, yeah, the KC secondary is nowhere near as good as LA's, but 
if Chase becomes a dangerous threat once he's one on one, I think that's going to be one of the main topics in the next two weeks with, with media day and all that. Ramsey versus Chase, yeah. because now we're to see. Okay, can Ramsey hold down arguably one of the top receivers next year, and can Chase show him why he needs to be offensive rookie of the year? Yeah, and then you have to think like Higgins has stepped up as of late, and yep. you know Mixon's no no joke whether it's no. catching or running. So I mean they. It's going to be an interesting matchup. I told Julian this is a matchup I wanted to see beside Chiefs and Rams. And I think that Super Bowl is cursed, that we're never going to get Chiefs versus Rams. After that Monday night game? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're never going to see that as far as – because they should have been – it should have been Chiefs-Rams when the Patriots beat the Rams two years – three years ago. But D Ford landed offsides and, you know, that – I feel like this is cursed now. The Chiefs had everything lined up for them to go – into LA in two weeks and they couldn't do it. And now here we are Bengals Rams. So. Hey, I'm going to put it like this, that I'm, I'm happy about the Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. Me I too. can, I can, I can sit back and enjoy myself and not be stressed out and hating any specific team. Like this is, this is arguably the, the one year in a while where like I have nothing against either team and I can just have fun because last few years, like, God, I have to watch Casey. God, I have to watch New England. Like, I have to actually watch these teams play. <laughs> no, I'm happy that I can lay back and just enjoy this game. Yeah, I think you're right. That's honestly every year I'm always going, ah, oh, I don't like that team. Fuck that. I'll go with this team. Like, I don't I, I agree. That's kind of the first time where it's like, there's, I have no dog in this fight. Whoever wins, you know, hopefully it's a good game. But um, I don't know if you have anything else, but I mean, that's basically it with this whole championship Sunday episode. No, I mean, I would, I think, I think the better of the two games was the morning between, you know, Casey and Cincinnati. I think that was, you know, the best out of the two, Uh, you know, glad, you know, glad that Burrow is doing what he's doing. Glad Stafford's going to be on the biggest stage. You know, can't wait. And this is just setting itself up just like Mahomes. What was it? Oh, it was year three, though, that they made it to the Super Bowl and they won it. Year Don't two. Me. Yeah, year two. I mean, we'll we'll see what Burrow can do. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to have you on before the Super Bowl. So, you know, just make sure to follow Ryan's social medias. Follow me and Julian's social medias. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.